Have you heard people say that there is no cure for PMDD? Well, that's a myth. And today, in today's talk, we are going to bust that myth and we are going to show you that you can heal your PMDD. If you've lost all hope and if you think that you'll never feel normal again, then this talk is for you because Natalie Ryan Hebert has helped so many women get free from their PMDD and she's going to share how right here in the talk. So let me bring Natalie in. PMDD Healing Summit, here we go. Welcome to the PMDD Healing Summits where the world's top experts share hope, guidance, and next steps for your PMDD healing journey. My name is Charisma Whitefeather and I am super honored and excited to have Natalie Ryan Hebert with us today. Natalie is a rapid transformational therapy practitioner and coach. She lives in Denmark with her husband and her four children. Oh kitties and um but she works with people all over the world on zoom and uh, natalie loves supporting people through their weight release journey she helps people stop smoking but the issue that is closest to her heart is helping people heal their pmdd and i am super super stoked to have natalie here because if you follow natalie on instagram you have seen how she helps women how women are raving that she helps them she supports them in healing their pmdd symptoms thank you natalie for being with us today it is an honor to have you here thank you so much charisma thanks for inviting me really absolutely Absolutely. So let's dive right in. Could you share a little bit about your journey and why are you so passionate about helping people with PMDD? Yeah, so as you can guess, I went through it myself. That's why I'm so passionate about it. I know how awful it is. It's like a living hell that sweeps you over kind of a week to two weeks of the month and you don't feel like yourself. It feels like Jekyll and Hyde. So I know it very, very well. Um, but I don't consider myself to have PMDD anymore. I've been free of it for it must be nearly three years now. And so what healed me was was actually rapid transformational therapy training in it. I didn't train in RTT thinking that it would do this, but it did. And then I started to understand PMDD more deeply um, about what it's really all about. I mean, as far as I believe now, based on what I've experienced in myself and with dozens and dozens of women now around the world. So, um, Yes, yeah, so that's why I'm passionate about helping helping people with PMDD. Uh, that makes total sense, yes. And you said something in there that I want to kind of um, talk about because I read a lot, you know, there is no cure for PMDD. And I feel like, you know, because I'm also a, a PMDD hero, I feel like that leaves us so hopeless. It's like, oh my gosh, so I'm gonna have this for the rest of my life. So you are saying that we can heal our PMDD symptoms. We can heal the root cause of the thing that's creating the symptoms. Um, you know, I'm married to a doctor. So he's, and he's, he loves that I do the work that I do because he said as doctors, all you can do in this case is treat the symptoms with antidepressants or trying to get birth control to maybe level out the hormones in some way or hysterectomy. Um, that's all that really the doctor can do. Mm. 
they don't have time to work more deeply, mm. um, which is which is where I come in. Yes. So the way that I describe PMDD and sort of the, the three factors that create PMDD are, are these. So the first thing is you need to have a cycle. Okay, check. Second is this higher sensitivity, empathy, creativity. Every woman I work with has this, and I noticed this pattern pretty early on. I reckon about 20% of my clients are nurses. Okay, so high empathy. Um, artists, musicians, artists, lots and lots of clients with this. I'm a singer-songwriter myself, as well as being a therapist, right? So <laughs> I've got all of the empathy and creativity going on in me. And I think it's this thing, it's like this double-edged sword, because it gives us this greater ability to feel. But not only can we feel others, we also feel ourselves so much more deeply than, than perhaps others do. So you've got these two factors. And then the last factor is trauma. And I want to qualify what I mean by trauma. I don't, it, I mean, I, trauma is anything you've been through in your life that has left an imprint on you emotionally that is still stuck. And some women I work with, some of the clients that I work with, men and women, um, not, I mean, because I don't work just with PMDD, um, have, have trauma that is just horrific. And then there are others that you think, well, it's not that bad. But for that person, it's left a mark. So I always say it's not what's happened to you that is, that is hurting you. It is what you made it mean. What did you make it mean when it happened? Yeah. Um, so, so that's what we go back to in the, in the work that I do. So these three factors, the, the cycle itself, the higher sensitivity, empathy, creativity, and the trauma with either a big T, little T, basically the, the unresolved emotional stuff that's still stuck. Thank you for sharing what trauma, because I know trauma, we all think it's the big things, like you said, but I also feel in my journey, trauma, my trauma was like one day my dad forgot to pick me up from school. And mm -hmm. that might, you know, not be anything for somebody else that might have happened to somebody else. But I personally made that mean that people aren't there for me. So, yeah. so thank you for saying that. And I just want to like go into that a little bit so that the women and all the people, all the menstruators who are struggling with PMDD, sometimes I know we push this trauma away. Like we're like, oh, I don't have the trauma. So could you speak a little bit more just about the small T and big T trauma? Mm. Yeah. So, you know, for you, you made that mean I can't rely on people to be there for me. Up until about the age of seven, especially, we're really suggestible. We're making our program for life that's mm -hmm. going to keep us alive. You know, that's what the, the mind is all about. What do you need to know to make sure you live as long as possible um, to keep you safe? And as children, we're reliant on our parents for our own survival. Um, our parents are perfect. In the child's mind, the parent has to stay perfect. It's too scary to make the parent imperfect. So we will always bring it back to ourselves. That must mean I'm not good enough. I'm not enough is the number one root cause of the PMDD symptoms. If you can heal I'm not enough at the subconscious level, PMDD disappears. Wow. <laughs> Very simplified, doesn't it? But when you really get down to it, it's this deep-seated inadequacy and you don't know how to fill it. Um, 
And when the hormones shift, this inadequacy kind of comes to the surface and the mask you've been able to wear the whole month is not there anymore. And you feel this, like these wounds are just at the surface, just waiting for any grain of salt to come and go ah! and, and trigger you, right? So um, avoiding triggers isn't healing. It's, we need to heal the wounds so that we don't, they don't get triggered anymore. When you heal those wounds over, you can have grains of salt come your way mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nothing's set off. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't create a, an overreaction that you end up being embarrassed about afterwards. You know those ones? Um, because the wounds have come to the surface and you don't know that the wounds have come to the surface. You feel justified in that time. Mm -hmm. The anger feels so justified and real that you lash out at, say, your partner, you know, number one culprit for triggering PMDD um, reactions. Um, And you think you're angry with them, but you're not. You're actually angry with your dad or your mum or that grade one school teacher who told you your artwork was rubbish you know there's actually something else back there that's why it feels so irrational and so strong and overpowering because it's actually deep childhood pain that is being pushed upon and and then you get a reaction yeah amazing wow thank you this is so juicy and I just want you to know if I'm like looking down every now and then I'm a journal and writing person so I'm, I'm taking notes and I hope that you out there are taking notes too I hope you have your PMDD healing journal with you so you were speaking about the root cause one of the root causes is this I am not enoughness are there any other root causes that you can pinpoint or is that just kind of the main one the overarching one there are sort of three that it comes down to there's I'm not enough um, love is not available like something is not available to me Love is not available to me. Money is not available to me. This sort of life is not available to me. It's sort of where you make yourself separate to everybody else can have healing is not available to me. That's another, you know, this, it, the available to me-ness mm-hmm. is another thing where people make a decision. Well, that's just not possible for me. Um, so that's another one. Lack of self-trust is another one I come across a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can happen so easily as a child where you have an idea that you think is going to be really good. Like I'll tell you this story, it's stuck with me. So many client stories stick with me, but one client came to me, she had lack of self-trust. She couldn't make decisions. She was very indecisive. What do you think I should do? You know, that sort of character. And she was tired of not being able to just be able to trust herself. And when we went back to the root, the cause, the reason for why she doesn't trust herself, her mind took her all the way back. She was two years old. She was in the kitchen. Her mother was always a bit stressed and sad and single mother she had. And she wanted to make her mummy happy. Her mum was always upset. The house was messy. So she thought, I know, I'll clean the kitchen floor for mummy. That'll make her happy. So she gets dishwashing liquid and squeezes the dishwashing liquid all over the floor. And she's there cleaning the floor with her little two-year-old hands. And of course, her mother doesn't come in and say, wonderful darling thank you so much for cleaning the floor for me the mother's already stressed that the house is a mess this is just one more thing she now has to clean up and her mother explodes and this little girl just thinks how could I have been so wrong I'm I can't trust myself I thought this was going to be amazing not only is she not happy she's furious I can't trust myself and that's where the lack of self-trust began she disconnected the the trust, the intuition. 
So that's another thing that I then, and then doing this with her, she was able to reconnect it because she could go back to her younger self and say, sweetheart, it was a wonderful idea. And if you weren't too, <laughs> the execution of this plan would have turned out way better, but you were too. It's okay that this wasn't, you know, but the idea was great. It was good. You are good. You can trust yourself. So she was able to reconnect to that intuition again um, at a subconscious level because we do this work under hypnosis. Yes. So, so let's yeah. talk a little bit about this RTT rapid transformational therapy that you you mm. do and you use with your clients for this PMDD healing. Can you can you explain what that is exactly? Yeah. So it's a, it's a hybrid therapy. It combines the best of NLP timeline therapy in the child work. Um, hypnotherapy uh, into this one super therapy. So hypnosis is the vehicle because we need to get to the subconscious. You can be in therapy for years, going around in circles, just telling the same story over and over again, crying about it, but never really healing. Mm -hmm. Whereas RTT, you, you understand deeply what, what's in the way. Instead of, you know, sometimes you could go to a psychologist and they go, mm, it could be this, maybe it's because of this. And you're thinking, yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe it's because my dad left. Yeah. But you never know. You're just sort of still going around in circles, analyzing and analyzing and analyzing. Whereas in the rapid transformational therapy session, you see it. You go, oh, here's where it began. Oh, I understand now. And you also understand that the belief you've created is made in error like or that it's actually not true for you anymore i'm not too anymore if i cleaned the floor now for my mother that would be great so so the way that rtt works we put you into this relaxed state it's not sonambulism meaning you don't go to full sleep and you don't remember anything you remember everything if someone called your name and said hey charisma you'd be sort of um yeah like that's how <laughs> you are um so you're fully present through the whole thing, but you're able to access a deeper part of yourself that you, is usually kind of closed for, closed for programming. As a child, it's open for programming. So we take you back to this alpha brainwave state, which children are in up until about the age of seven, which is why they learn, they're like sponges. But they also learn all of their programming for life. And some of the stuff that goes in isn't ideal. Stuff like I'm not good enough. I don't. I don't matter. I'm not important. Um, I can't trust people. Um, I can't trust myself. All these sorts of beliefs that go down as protective measures to make sure that you are alive. Mm -hmm. I find if I express my emotions, I'm punished. Okay, you will never express your emotions again. If I get up and um, speak in public. People are going to laugh at me. I will never do that again. You know, you get these lessons of how to protect yourself. But then they stick with you and then they end up becoming like a straitjacket by the time you hit 25, 30. The things that were meant to be protection, much like a hermit crab that crawls into a hermit crab into a shell going, God, I'm safe in here. Well, once it grows, it's now completely caged and trapped. And that's how these beliefs end up feeling. Um, so... You go into hypnosis, I check that you're in hypnosis by giving you these suggestibility tests. Like I tell you, your eyes are sealed shut and you're like, oh gosh, they really are, I can't open them. 
stuff like that. And then once I know you're in hypnosis, then I say, we're going to go back now to the root, the cause and the reason mm. for why you don't believe you're good enough. I don't say for why you have PMDD. I don't believe people have PMDD like they have diabetes. Mm -hmm. it's, an, it's a label that we've mm -hmm. given to all of these symptoms that you have when you have the three things I mentioned earlier. So we go back, so I talk with a woman beforehand with my client person beforehand and say, what do you, what do you experience premenstrually? Are you angry? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? What are the big things for you? And we take it kind of one thing at a time. So we're gonna go back to the root, the cause and the reason for why you have so much rage whenever, I don't know, you don't feel you're being considered. Okay, that might be the thing. And then we'll go back and the mind will take you back to these scenes like the one I mentioned with the girl on the dishwashing liquid on the floor. And then we make, we put them together like a jigsaw puzzle, put it all together so you can have full understanding. And then I have you undo it by going back to your younger self as who you are now. I actually have the client embody the loving parent. Like you become this lioness. that's like, I am gonna go back and get that little girl because damned if she's going to believe she's not good enough. Like it's that resolve in you that goes back and you rescue yourself. That's the beauty of it. It's not me fixing you. It's you. I'm just facilitating that rescue mission. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And I'm often brought to tears in sessions, just like, oh, this is so amazing. Um, and once that is done, it's the love, the self-love is reconnected. Because mm. what... The issue is there has been self-abandonment and self-rejection. Mm -hmm. We think it's our parents that have rejected us, but the real pain is when they rejected us, we told ourselves, I'm, that must mean I'm not enough. And now you've rejected yourself. And that is the most unbearable pain mm -hmm. because you've lost yourself now. My job is to help people connect themselves again. Um, and that is what makes PMDD disappear. <laughs> Beautiful. It's like we're going back as the hero to our our child self. And I love yeah. what you said about that, you know, every woman maybe has or every person who experiences PMDD has a different way. Like for me, it was a lot of anger and rage. Some people might go into anxiety and depression a lot. I love that how you because it's different for every person how this RTT can help people with their unique combination of PMDD symptoms. Yeah, we've all got our own box of pain. And what's in that box of pain is unique to every human being, depending on what they've been through and what interpretations they've made of those life experiences. So RTT just allows you, it's like doing an upgrade. Like, it's like you're running OS1 still, and you get to go, you get to do an upgrade. You get to, who am I now? What do I know now? And you get to actually deliver all the wisdom you have now to your younger self so that all that trapped childhood pain is transmuted, it's changed, it's, it's upgraded. And because it's you, the child believes you in hypnosis. Your younger self, that belief can only be changed by you actually because who else is in a child going to believe but their grown-up self? Right? right so so that's that's the key to it really and then sort of we there's a few other tools i use if there needs to be a dialogue with anyone who's hurt you 
you do that dialogue, you advocating for your younger self and saying, getting everything out that needs to be expressed that maybe was never expressed before, it's expressed. Um, so there are a lot of tools that it's a two hour process. And at the end, I make a recording too, that is a hypnosis recording that you then listen to for 21 to 30 days because the mind rewires through repetition. So the more you do this, if you watch Joe Dispenza's TED talk actually in Tacoma, there's um, some great imagery of how neural pathways wire and disconnect when beliefs change. Um, and that's what we're doing. We're basically, it's like brain surgery without the scalpel or organically just through neuroplasticity. Awesome, that is so great. I'm gonna put the link for that TED talk down below the interview here. Thank you for sharing that. Ooh, and I love the whole hypnosis part for that because that was what helped me too when I was going through it uh, every night. I would just listen all night. I'm like, I'm going to reprogram my brain. So it's interesting mm -hmm. to have that validation from you that that is something that you then also have your clients do and that that is part of the whole healing process. Thank you for sharing that. And I want to read this quote from a woman who went through this with you. And I just want to share this so um, you out there can hear what, what is really happening going on. Let me read this quote right here. And um, she said, after going through your Red 10 program with you, and she was even considering having surgery to get rid of her PMDD, she said, yeah. I just feel like a different person because I'm not held back by the horrible feelings and this negative pattern that was going on every month. It was destroying my life. And she said, for the first time, I can see happiness. Mm. That is amazing because I know the whole feeling of this is destroying my life. So can you tell me a little bit about this red tent program it sounds yeah. juicy yeah so the red tent is an eight-week program that i developed um basically with everything i believe helped me to overcome pmdd it's a combination of rapid transformational therapy that you have with me one-to-one -one, group weekly coaching because that women together you know there's something really beautiful about this feeling, this lovely validation that you have, because it's a lonely thing to live with PMDD. None of my girlfriends had, in, had anything like it. And you sort of just sit there going, what's wrong with me? No one can understand. So, um, and it's not, we really support each other and everybody's on this journey of healing. It's not a complaining <laughs> session where everyone just talks about the misery of it. It's we're beyond that. And this is stepping out of um, the suffering and into the healing. So, um, and then there's also metacognitive psychology that you do an online training, which basically trains your brain to not worry or ruminate. And that in itself is very powerful. But like I say to, to those I work with, you can't just do the metacognitive psychology. It's like becoming a really good surfer of your thoughts. But what happens when a tsunami comes? It doesn't matter how good you are at surfing. And I bet you a lot of women can relate to this. You do all this conscious work and this mindset work. But when that, when that tsunami comes, it's over. You're dumped. You're flooded. You're possessed. Um, so it's very, very helpful. Um, but it needs to be done in combination with the rapid transformational therapy to reduce those tsunamis down to surfable waves. So that then when the waves do come, you can handle it. You've got more control over your thought processes. 
Um, so that's that's the Red Tent program. So it's it's eight weeks, and they're also I'm, I'm there for support every day over WhatsApp for my clients as well. So in real life situations, something's happened, and they're like ah, and they can write to me and go, okay, um, this just happened with my husband, and you know, and I'm able to be that firm, loving mirror, um, objective as well, who can um, help them through and see help them see it differently. Um, yeah, so that's. That's the program that I have and I love it. And I've been running it now for nearly two and a half years. And yeah, dozens and dozens have been through. And yeah, the results of pretty much everyone is like that, uh, what you just read out there. Um, there's, I've got a YouTube channel with interviews with lots of my clients, if anyone's interested in looking and, and um, seeing the transformation that uh, women experience. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so. <laughs> I love the whole community, also that you have a community aspect because I think that is so important. Like you said, none of your girlfriends had this. And I also felt that I'm like, what is this? Why is this me? What is wrong with me? And when I started going like to, you know, different Facebook groups, it felt like so relieving that, oh, this woman just raged at her husband and this person just totally told their partner off it made me feel so seen and like I wasn't just this crazy freak. So I love that you have that community aspect in there because it mm. does help to have other women going through this with you and also maybe cheering each other on or supporting each other. Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's an eight week journey. So some women, some clients after the first session feel this huge shift and change. And it's really nice because um, they're seeing each other transform week by week and that's very inspiring and I will say look it don't look sideways too much your journey is your journey you you may need um your big shift might not come until after the second session we have but it will come mm -hmm. um but it's really amazing to and inspiring to see oh my gosh she has complete she looks different she looks 10 years younger you know sometimes there's there's a real physical change um yeah, I mean, some clients as well, my client Erin, she's lost like 15 kilos, I think it's about 30 pounds. She hasn't dieted or anything. It was just all the comfort eating that she was doing to fill that self-love shaped hole. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do that anymore. And all the weight just fell off. Um, so some really fantastic things happen as a result. Um, when you heal that self-love, um, you know, you come to heal PMDD but you leave with so much more. Um, and I, that's why I say I feel grateful that I had PMDD because it, the suffering was so bad, I simply had to do something about it. And when I did, I, I healed so much and, and what that has then meant in my life as a whole, in my relationships, in my parenting, in my career. Um, I mean, it's just, is amazing. I'm, I'm a new person. I'm, the, I'm more myself than I ever would have been had that not been so <laughs> relentless uh, every month to make me look at it. Mm. Absolutely. I hear you. I hear you. It's like a wake up call, like, hold up, something's going on. I need to investigate. Could you, so with the, you know, the RTT, your rapid transformational therapy and your red tent program, if somebody is, you know, on antidepressants, or if somebody is going to therapy, 
you know, trying out whatever works for them, could they still, you know, do this RTT? Is that because that could that be alongside it, or would you not recommend that? Loads of the women, loads of my clients come to me and they're on antidepressants to begin with because it's it's rough. You have to have something to soothe it. You know, I under, completely understand it. I'm not against anti antidepressants. Mm -hmm. My aim at, at the end is for antidepressants to be um, irrelevant. I will never tell a, a client to come off medicine. That must be with the with um, the client and her and her doctor. Mm -hmm. um, but the aim is for her to feel solid enough and stable enough and happy enough that the antidepressants feel a bit redundant. Um, so you def definitely have um, many of my clients begin on antidepressants, um, birth control, a whole cocktail of things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But by the end, they, they tend to come off them um, because it's, it's not needed anymore. Wow, um, sounds so beautiful. I am so happy that you are sharing this with the world. And could you, because this is also about giving people maybe some next steps. So the person that is watching, who is just in this PMDD hell, what could they do practically already? Because I always say, you know, baby steps are steps. So is there something that you could give them or maybe a, um, a view, a shift in viewpoint, something from your perspective that could take them on the next step of inquiry healing maybe? Yeah. Um, well, I guess if you go to the, instead of me just trying to give one little thing, I've got a lot of advice and videos and podcasts and things. Um, on my Instagram, if you go to the link tree in my bio, there's lots of things that you can start delving into, client interviews that'll give you this, oh, okay, you know, a lot of light bulb moments, I think. Um, and one, one client story might resonate more than another. Um, but that, I think, definitely is a good place to start. And another thing is to recognise that this is a disconnection of self-love. Mm. So... One thing you can do from today is get a picture of yourself as a little child, put it on the mirror where you see yourself every day and just talk to her and look at her and recognize you're just as lovable and innocent now as you were then. And look into the pupils of your eyes in the mirror, find that little girl who's still within you, connect with her and be her loving parent and talk to her every day. Um, and tell her good things. If you do this every day, you'll start to feel different, but you have to own yourself again and say, I'm, I must love myself. We get this, this thing, <laughs> it's very counterintuitive to love ourselves when we're at our worst. Yes. But we simply must. It's like if you saw a little girl in the forest bawling her eyes out, stamping her feet, completely emotionally out of control. Would you shout at her? Would you say, oh, for God's sake, stop it? Would you say, I'm so sick of you? You're so weak. I wish I could just get rid of you like we do to ourselves. Of course you wouldn't. So we know what to do, but we don't do it with ourselves. And we must. The self-abandonment and the self-rejection are the biggest problem. If you just stay and hold yourself through an emotion, it's going to be the worst part of it usually is all the judgment that we stick on top of the emotion, all the self-rejection, self-abandonment that we tack onto the original emotion that is actually the most painful. Yes. So stay, 
and hold yourself through it and um, little by little and you know I think practicing um, ex exercises in being aware so that you can actually stay present see the emotion still feel it but recognize that while you're observing it it can't completely become you and that's that's another thing there's there's lots I could, I could talk for hours about this stuff and I do on videos and things all over the place and podcast interviews that you can find uh, through my Instagram um, link tree so that's where I recommend just start digging around there and um, becoming sort of just open up to this possibility that it, it can be healed because mm. um, it can be I've seen it over and over again thank you thank so you much so and much. I could listen to you for hours <laughs> And I will put a link to your Instagram because that's where I found you. And I have also dove deep into your YouTube videos. So yes, go follow Natalie and get inspired. And I think the most important thing is that what you're sharing, Natalie, is that bringing back this belief that healing is possible. There is a way out. So thank you so much for sharing this. And this is it. We are at time. We are almost there. And I just want to put an umbrella over this, what Natalie is saying, bringing back that, that self-love and maybe starting to look at the root causes and knowing that healing is possible. Thank you for bringing that message to us. And all the links will be below. And I know that you have had some nuggets here. So please go to the Facebook group and share the nuggets. And um, Natalie, I would love for you to share some final words of hope. And also, I know you want to share a little bit about your Red Tent program. When is it starting? How can we sign up? Where do we go? Yeah, so it's full at the moment, but the next cohort, I think, yeah, I think there are a couple of spots left for April. So I have a group that's sort of in the UK, Australia time, and then I also have a US, Canada um, time zone. So um, sort of covers the whole world, more or less. Um, so that's all you can read more about the program on my website, um, which I guess we'll somehow link to below. Um, yeah, so and then you can you can always book a discovery call with me if you just want to ask about it. I would like to I like to interview everybody I work with first to make sure that it's a good fit. I don't like to take on anybody that I think actually I don't think this is for you. I need you need to be ready to do this work. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, it's better out than in. It really is. I know it can feel scary to look back on things, but it is affecting you whether you're looking at it or not, subconsciously it's it's wreaking havoc in your life. So it's a promise, it's not as scary as it sounds to go back and, and undo things, um, yeah. Beautiful, thank you so much, Natalie, for taking time, for sharing your wisdom, for putting things in perspective. Thank you for taking time for us here at the PMDD Healing Summit. And you out there, Please remember baby steps are steps and remember to love yourself and I'll be seeing you. Bye. Hi, it's Charisma. If this expert interview inspired you or helped you in any way, please consider leaving a five-star review with your insights so other PMDD warriors like you can find these interviews and benefit from them too. 
You're awesome. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember, relief is possible. Okay, bye.